a lot of fun tonight. It's 106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. All right, Detroit! You wanted the best! You got the best! What up, world? Welcome to the Fires of the Week podcast. It's your boy, Philly. Your boy, Just James. Grandmaster B. Hollywood Bandersnatch. What up, fellas? Episode 25, Team Traits. How you doing? Yo, what am I doing? Doing good, man. Finally getting back on a roll again. Getting these things pumped out. Yes, sir. Got uh, got the sound extra crispy now. Just James, how you doing out there in the Bronx? I'm all right, I'm all right. You know, trying to keep my head on my shoulders. It's a war zone out here. It's always your prick, yeah. It's good there to have you your back, though. <laughs> yeah, man. Glad to be back. So, how's the weather? Weather good out there, James? Are you guys still uh, into the fall, or are you guys still dealing with a little bit of that Indian summer? No, it's kind of getting cold out here. It's fucking um, raining and shit. It's just getting gloomy outside. Starting cold in the morning, and yeah, it's kind of chilly. Yeah. Been kind of weird here, don't you think, guys? The weather shifted in like yeah. 24 hours. Went from like a nice high 70s to like low 60s, and it's I don't know. It's gonna be 50s this week, and go back up to 70 toward the end. Yeah, I'm a little pickled. Here. I'm a little yeah. pickled by the weather. How stumpy <laughs> Steve doing pickle. in New York, though, James? <laughs> stumpy How Steve. Stumpy Steve. <laughs> Who that? Stumpy Steve's doing all right out here. <laughs> all right, you tell him. You tell him Jimmy said it alone. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell him you'll take care of him. We'll be up there for payment shortly. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Hollywood, how's your week, man? Oh, how was my week? Wow. Up and down. And, uh, you know, um, somebody freaking got me. They're messing with the boss. Got me calls. It's tickled your fancy, you don't say. Yeah. And, you know, the police, they was at my uh, door at 4.30 in the morning. What's up What'd with you? the vanilla face? Yeah. What'd you do, Hollywood? You you pistol whip somebody? What nah, happened? nah, nah. You know, I had the little freaky little pricks going through their stuff, trying to grab some freaking change, you know. You, you had somebody rob you? Yeah, they went in, the, in my truck in my car, stole some oh, shit. Man. You serious? Yeah. They do I got to get on a flight and come back? Yeah. Hollywood? Yeah. So, yeah. Take Once we get the ICAPs, we yeah. gotta take care of these fucking yeah. guys out there. We gotta take care of them. Yeah, they got about six or seven people. They keep traveling around different cities and stuff doing it, man. Oh, man. Yeah. Lock your doors. Lock yeah. your doors, guys. It's a bunch of punk kids. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I was telling Hollywood the first week I moved into my house, same thing happened to my work truck. You know, I just feel like it happens everywhere. Kids How dare rummaging, you? Rummaging through your shit. Yeah, they were it, going everywhere. But, people were on the ring. So I went and got one of them ring things to put on my. Uh, you know, doorbell rings, and I could see my vehicles and everything, and, you know, so. Next time, get them on camera, you prick. You. Yeah, I got to have a face, you know. <laughs> what, what do you, you mean, you're talking about the uh, the doorbell thing that you could. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. I got that It's now. almost, you almost have to have one of those now. Yeah. You really do, because things are crazy. I mean, there's people walking at different times of the night. Oh, yeah. I, I actually, uh, I have a couple cameras set up at my house, <laughs> but it, it does help. And sometimes it'll trigger that camera, and it's a spider just crawling across the oh, lens yeah. of the camera. Yeah. So I'm like, man, who's out in front of my house? 
There's a damn eight legged spider. Bad. <laughs> Thank you. We got the bad bell going today. Yeah, we got a thing called the bad bell. So every time we say bad, we got to ring the bell. <laughs> we're trying to limit it, folks. <laughs> uh, we're trying to control ourselves. So, Grandmaster B, what up? How's your week? It was good. Um, I had a crazy week, guys. So, check this out, man. So, not to brag or anything like that, but I ended up doing two concerts this week. I went and seen Foreigner on Thursday. At the Fox Theater, and then I ended up going to go see Kiss at uh, DTE on Friday, and then I went to the Lions game today, but I didn't stay past the third quarter because we all know Why they, would you? they got yeah. their asses kicked. Yeah, it was horrible. Oh man, it who was, was a, the who was the first person you saw? You say Foreigner? Uh, foreigner, Foreign. yeah. You know they're a, you know kind of a classic rock band from the seventies and eighties. Uh, I didn't even know Kiss was in DTE. I know yeah. in Hollywood, man. I I didn't realize this was one of your all time favorite oh, bands. Dude, and, and guys, I got to tell you this, man. If you've never been to a real, I mean, Kiss is kind of like people think it's just a novelty, you know, band because they got their makeup and all. But they are true rock and roll, man. They put on a two and a half hour, two hour and 45 minute concert. It was so fucking good. Still got it, huh? Oh my gosh, dude. From start to finish. I mean, there was all kinds of pyrotechnics going off and they had moving stages and a B stage where Paul Stanley came out and sang a couple songs and flew across the rafters of the arena and everything like that. Did they have Peter Chris? No, Peter Chris isn't in the band and Ace Freely's not in the band, but um, just a super, super quality sounding concert, by the way. I mean, they sounded phenomenal. The youngest guy in the band, James, is 61 years old. That's incredible that 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 they're able to still perform at that level um, at at these ages, because that's that's awesome, man. Just to. That's probably a dream for them to just come out at this age and still be able to rock a show like that. Yeah, this is their farewell tour, but they had a farewell tour like 10 years ago. It's kind of like the Rolling Stones. Like they go out on tour. As long as there's money involved, they're going to keep doing what they, you know, what they're going to have to do. But it was such a good show. It's probably in my top three all-time rock concerts. No bullshit. Wow. I, I, I wow. loved it. It was so much fun. That's lit. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, man. that's awesome. You were, so, you were quite the Rolling Stone these last few days, weren't you? I am, man. I am wore out. Yeah. Yeah, I'm totally wore out. I almost had to wear my sunglasses tonight, man, because I didn't want you guys to see these bags under these eyes, man. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think you yeah. tell my voice, too, man. I'm a little under the weather, but A little pickle, yeah, man. Yeah, man. A Halloween party last night, man. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Shit. And see, it just it comes <laughs> out now. Yeah, you know, James, you know, when, when I think of Kiss back in the day, uh, uh, 1979, um, Detroit reminds me of Kiss. You know what I mean? And my cousin Larry, he, uh, you know, back in the day, you know, he hung with Kiss down in Detroit when they had the concert. You know, got all crazy, you know, the drugs and the drinking and all that. And he yeah. rolled with them in the limo, Gene Simmons and all of them. And he also... Your Uncle Larry? Had, no, my uh, cousin. Yeah. And he had relations with Bob Seger. You know what I mean? But that's mm-hmm. Larry was that just that type of dude. He looked like one of the guys that would fit and kiss. You know what I'm saying? Just fucking fit right in anyway. Oh, yeah, Is that you, yeah. Larry? Oh yeah, he he just, yeah. just get right Larry in there. Tough Cherry cat. Berry. Yeah, that so. you, Larry Cherry. Crazy yeah. So yeah, <laughs> that's what that's what's up though. That's that's cool. There's always a guy. There's always a cousin Larry, man. That fits Detroit in every Rock group. City, baby. That's right. Yes, uh, that's a fact. So, just James, how's your week, bro? Well, it was cool during the week. I had a great week. I uh, We did an office move towards the end. I was killing it, training this new woman um, to take over the spot I didn't like so I could get back to doing my job. And um, But then Saturday rolled around. Friday night rolled around first. And uh, 
I don't know, man. I kind of fell into a, not like a depression, but just, uh, you know, one of those just whatever type moods where you just don't feel like doing shit. Are you okay? Feel you, bro. You okay? Yeah, it happened. Yeah, Yeah, it was weird, man. And then like Saturday, I didn't do anything. I wanted to do stuff, but I didn't have the, I don't really have the energy. Yeah. It's I like don't know that. why. Change of the freaking weather and shit. Go ahead and talk about it a little bit, man. Yeah, tell us a little bit about this uh, extravaganza of a weekend you had or week. Yeah, I don't know where it comes from, dude. Like I said, I, I killed it, man. Work went great. My, <laughs> my, um, you know, my, my relationship with my supervisor is amazing. And, um, you know, I got a car ride home. They pay for a car service if you stay late. So I got a ride home on Friday. And I just, I think I went to bed around 11. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I'll wake up early on Saturday and I'll I'll just I'll just do something Saturday. And I didn't wake up early and I got up kind of sluggish and I just felt like I was under the weather, man. Almost like I was sick, but I wasn't sick, you know what I mean? Right, right. It's just weird, man. I don't know. You guys ever get you ever you guys ever get that way where you just you, it's not like you're unhappy, but you just you just feel like whatever, like I just don't feel like doing anything. Yeah, but, it could be the weather too. Change the weather, skies outside. Yeah, the, sinuses, a bunch you know, of that you stuff. Go, you go from nice, bright, sunny days all of a sudden a gloom. Like that one day was just really, really gloomy. You know what I mean? And I'm looking at yeah. the sky and it's wet and it took me back to certain times in my life, like to that day. And you just, you know, you try to snap out of it. You're like, no, you know, it's just weather. You know, Go and they even say seasonal holidays too like that. You know, seasonals like that. People get, they can get in the funk like that. And, you know, with everything's going on in this world now, we got a lot on our plate to think about you know too much yeah. time and once there's freedom set it'd be a lot easier because yeah. i, I no, get that, that makes sometimes sense. boss that makes sense yeah that weather yeah. just kind of and i think my mom too she was visiting my aunt usually i have like a facetime call with my mom like a little weekend catch up and um i didn't have that it's just an all-around weird weird weekend and i just i felt like my energy was so low yeah. but i'm glad to be here man at least you know this is this is one of those things i always look forward to where i can be like, wow, I'm with my boys again, and you know, they can get me back, get me back leveled yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. I Counselors. You, you got it, me. That happens, though, man, where you're jacked up for the weekend, yeah. and it gets yeah. there, and it's like, whether it be the weather, you're just not feeling it, mm-hmm. and you just chill, you know, and it ends up, before you know it, it's Sunday, and it's back to work, Yeah, you know, Monday morning. So yeah. I think we've all been there, man, and sometimes it's good. Maybe it's a, just a sign for you to just get some rest and chill, you know, yeah. and recollect your thoughts, because... There's times recently where I've just felt overwhelmed with stuff. You know, too much yeah. going on, brain's constantly buzzing. Yeah. I just need to take a step back and chill, man, because you're running a mile a minute and you're just, I don't know, it becomes overwhelming, dude. You just got to take a step back and relax. Yeah. And you don't want insomnia because no. that, that's a bitch, dude. That's bad, when too. When you're trying to force yourself to go to sleep and you're just wide open and don't even know why. Yeah, that's God. actually happening to me a lot lately, like too. Like I'll I want to go to sleep because I know I have to, but I'll be thinking about everything I want to do, whether it's yeah, the podcast yeah. or me writing, or I just can't can't fucking fall asleep. Or I'll I'll go to sleep for two hours and wake up and touch my phone and try to mm-hmm. research things I'm worried about, or you know, it's um, yeah, that stuff's annoying too. But I think I think this week will be this this week will probably be better. We just yeah. got over a huge move in the office, man. So yeah. now that that's off the plate. Mm-hmm. I think I think we'll be good. Yeah. How do you guys feel about like melatonin and sleep aids and stuff like that? I you don't guys, take none of that shit. You don't use it. I'm done with it <laughs> every night, man. I give it to my dog. This dude, I don't take really? No, I'm serious, man. I take uh, I take these uh, chewy gummy things or like five milligrams. I'm up to like uh, four or five now. 
I try yeah. to think of good thoughts. <laughs> Serious, man. I try to think of good, good, good thoughts. You know what I'm saying? Like good things them. that happen. I like how they taste too. Things really coming good. up and and shit like that. You know, and just try to slow the brain down from going 24 seven. You know, so I was mean? over there puffing darts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, master. Yes, sir. I was gonna say. I was gonna say, Master B. How many doggy treats do you eat before you go to sleep? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man. Hey, Mike, them are real good. Yeah, them are dog treats. My wife buys this uh, sleep aid. It's from Costco's. And it's like, it's a little blue pill, but it's not that blue pill. Right, right. But it's a little blue sleep aid. And um, one of those, and and I only take like three melatonins, which is about 15 mils. And I'm telling you, it takes about an hour for it to kick in. And I'd be watching TV, and all of a sudden, feel a little bit of drool start coming down, Brad. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, now I know it's now I'm getting tired. Of and, and then I'm like, okay, it's time to go to bed. But I need that because I'm a high energy kind of guy, as it is. So I find it very hard, especially at night when my mind races the way it does. I'm like one of these people that just can't set it down. Right, right. You know, and, and yeah. I, at night's the worst for me because I overthink things sometimes. You know, even like things mm-hmm. like this podcast and. You know, sometimes Philly will come to me and say, like, dude, you just got to chill out. Just, you know, it'll come. Don't worry about it. Don't try to, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day or, you know, sometimes passion gets in the way of reality. And so a lot of times it's just, you know, trying to calm yourself down. By the end of the day, now, if I was out doing like yard work or something like that, or I just had a like a physical day, naturally, I don't need anything. It's just your body just says, okay, it's yeah, time to rest. Yeah, you burn some of that energy off. But when your mind's going and you've got things on your mind and there's things that are bothering you and there's mm-hmm. worries going on and you've got the, you know, the big, you know, the big monster in your head that's just pulling you in five different directions, it's very hard for me to lay in bed and just crash. Yeah. 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 So that's might true. be trying to have to work on getting some gummies next. I don't know. Yeah, Maybe. I think, Judge James, I brought that up to you. I, I have a bottle in my bedroom. Don't use them every night because I don't want to get, I don't mel- want to do it every day. The, the melatonins? Yeah. But oh, when yeah. I know, like I have a lot on my mind, I know it's probably going to be a rough night, I'll pop two of them and I sleep like a baby. Does it help but you? It does. Good. And it actually, do you, do you dream on it though? Do you have crazy dreams? Yes. Yes. That's funny you should mention that. Yeah. I've had some See, that's why I don't. Dreams. That's why I don't take that stuff. And Elvis Presley and shit used to do that. And then, you know, they wanted to. And the next thing, you know, just too much. Give me them damn pills. No. Yeah. See, I, I didn't want to get hooked on something that I'm relying on to go yeah. to sleep. I'd rather just fight through it or just try to see if I, I can just say my it prayers, out. brother, and, and tell the man to, to look over me as I'm sleeping and my family and knock me out, please. <laughs> next thing you know, it's here's the alarm. Get Fucking up. Crazy it's Monday morning. You sound insane. <laughs> I'm gonna try that. Hollywood don't have no problem falling asleep. He's fall asleep in my chair multiple <laughs> times. No doubt, but Hollywood just whittles <laughs> one out, but make that go. Yeah. I'll be at work, man. Dude, what's wrong? You sleep? I'm not, man. I'm praying, man. Allah, man. <laughs> <laughs> Praying to Allah. Hey, I watched. Hey, guys, can I say this? I watched this really good movie, and I I should have known. I'll look up the name of this movie, but it was about uh, Guantanamo Bay, about one of the 9 11 uh, so called terrorists that got put in. It's starting with Jodie Foster. And the wife and I watched this movie last night. I, somewhere, somehow, someone's got to Google Jodie Foster movie about Guantanamo Bay. This was a fantastic movie. It talks about. Uh, wrongful people that were put in Gitmo, basically, because there's a bunch of people there right now that haven't been tried or they haven't been convicted of anything, but they're mm. assuming that they're just bad people. Right. And and this movie goes into the details on how the courts and how the, the government got involved with try to... Actually, this dude was freed. 
you know, and he was supposed to be like the spearhead, uh, the main guy behind the 9-11. Most dangerous he, one. The most, one of the most dangerous ones. And in fact, he had nothing to do with it. No and, shit. And they had, I mean, they put him through torture like you would not believe. I mean, wow. it's, it's, it's a real movie. It's, you know, it's all about, it really happened, yeah. but it was such a fantastic two, two hour movie that you, I would highly recommend it. And I like, can't pronounce it, but I think it's called the Mauritanian. That's Ma- the Mar- one right there. Yeah. yeah very, yeah. very good movie. It's on Netflix or any of those, you know, streaming services right now, but it's a very good movie. If you want to see an interesting movie about how the government hides stuff from people. Oh yeah. And this is, you know, it's a really good, really good show. I'll I watched Michael Myers. That's why I watched Michael Myers. So, <laughs> Oh, did you see it? Yep. Mixed reviews. I almost went today, but it, we're going to have to wait. So yeah. what, what do you rate it? One out of 10. I can't tell you. Okay. I want you to see it All right. first, and then we'll talk about the rating. We'll have a debate. A debate. That's All coming right. up here in another week, right? We have to do some sort of a Halloween show. That might be our fives. We might have to pick our favorite yeah. top five scariest movies. Or costumes. Or or like costumes, yeah. Costumes yeah, would be good. Yeah, we'll do something like that. So we're already yeah, getting ahead lit. of ourselves, but that would be a good one. Do you nice. think we could find five Halloween pictures from all of us in our lifetime? Oh, hell yeah. Oh. Well, I know you have one of me in your phone because you sent it to me. <laughs> we'll, we'll post them online. Yeah. Uh, my daughter, cool. My daughter actually has a Halloween party coming up next Saturday. So I don't know. We have to figure out a costume. Who knows where them photos Hollywood. are? <laughs> right, right. Hollywood. Yeah, you're, looking, you're looking unsure over there. Maybe you can dress up five different ways. We'll take pictures of you now. <laughs> you can just do all five. Yeah. <laughs> I already know. It's Ron Jeremy. Uh, I, was, uh, I know one year. I fell Venus. I, I, I uh, was uh, Bill Clinton. <laughs> With the suit and everything, and I had the bra and panties tied on the back of my suit. <laughs> come on. I swear to God. And, and I was about ready to win, and this girl come up and slid on the dance floor, took her shirt and dropped her tatas, and she became first. And I was okay oh, with that. Win. That's how you win. Right oh, they went crazy. The crowd went crazy. She showed full breast, and they were nice, too. <laughs> <laughs> did, did, that, did that get you excited, Hollywood? Oh, I got second God prize. Bless. I'll take the seventy-five dollars. The only thing, only thing Hollywood could hear in his head was. Hey, uh, uh, what does smoking cigarettes and eating out have in common? Oh, here we go. Excuse me, what did you say eating out? What? What do you mean by that? The flavor changes when you get to the butt. Nice. Anybody got anything else before we transition into sports here? There's only one name that comes to mind when you think of fresh, delicious, and award-winning pizza in the Blue Water area. It's 24th Street Pizza. Stop settling for average pizza and switch to the best. It's 24th Street Pizza. Stop in today or visit them online at 24thStreetPizza.com to see everything that their menu has to offer. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm good uh, after I'm that. Ready. No, I'm good. Right. So uh, Michigan and Michigan State, both yeah. undefeated still. Yeah, yeah, Michigan, Michigan State played this week, did they? No, Michigan's on a bye. They come back and they play Northwestern. Okay, so, um, should be a good game. Yeah, I was surfing the channel. I was getting pissed because I couldn't find them, and all of a sudden they yeah. were on a freaking bye. That's why they make schedules, though. Yeah. I couldn't. It wouldn't pull up for me, man. Oh, really? Yeah, I was pissed. Yeah, Kept State. Up State. State yeah, was down at the real, half. Man. They they're, came they're back and won. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm excited because they play, I, I believe, on Halloween Day. They I do. love that Coach first, Tucker, so. though. I like him at State. I like yeah, that guy. He's doing a great job. Yes, absolutely. I think the former coach from uh, Cas Tech is there, too. He's like a recruiter. So, you know, he's Love filtering a lot of those kids there, rebuilding that program. My I boy, I worked. Thing. He's a 40-year uh, reunionist uh, alpha over there at uh, Cas Tech. Oh, yeah? 
Awesome. Yeah, we were talking the other day about it. Yep. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it'd be really sweet if they're both undefeated going into that hey, game. At least we have some football teams that are fun to watch right now, right? Yeah, yeah and it kind of came out of nowhere because they've both been shitty last few seasons. Yeah, and a hot topic, too, I want to say. You know, just James, you might not be aware of this, but uh, uh, putting the Probably names not. together, I, well, you'll understand because Master B's quiet. About, he's about this and my brother's about it. Um, as we know, Roseville, they beat Port Huron. Mm. So they were about ready to get in the playoffs. And, and somebody made a comment like, you know, the Villa's changing and um, the teams of the past were nowhere near like this, like, you know, now. And it's like, okay, you've already been busted for cheating. I know Master B's team, as they went 6-3, and three, it was almost like they, they kicked dirt on them. You know what I mean? But then again, you used the name Roseville. We were brave like. Yeah. So... When I see this guy, I'm going to make it very clear to him. Don't put don't put that stuff on Facebook. Down in these guys that, you know what I mean, did what they did. Yeah. You know, and, and they did it with inner city kids. Their own. Yeah, the school of choice. Yeah, we talked about this. put it this. out there on Facebook. Dude, I was pissed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I didn't comment. I said, it's close to home, though. I totally understand. Yeah, yeah. and it's like, dude, don't, don't dogs, these, you know. Yeah, the old roles, well, yeah, they were horrible. Mm. Don't be stepping on my parade. That's what I'm saying, but... Yeah, I wanted to mention that really quick. Right on. Respect it. Yeah. Uh, So LSU, Ed Orgeron. Go Tigers. Nice. He's done last season. No. Yeah, they're letting him go at the end of the year. You don't say. Why Why are they letting him go? Just because he's having a bad season, or is he just to the point now he's to his retirement time. Yeah, there's just there's some stuff that, that went on. I don't know all the details, but they, he's kind of fell out of favor after they won that championship with Joey yeah. Burrow and those guys. So I like that guy. Yeah, I thought he's a great coach. Um, but I guess kind of like some other guys, they can wear out their welcome. You know? yeah. yeah, you know, change. There's nothing wrong with that. Maybe younger, you know, youth. Yeah. Well, one thing's for sure is Nick Saban ain't going anywhere. No. That dude just keeps on. As long as you're winning, everybody loves you, man. Hollywood, where, where school is he with? He's with Alabama. 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 Now, if he loses another one, you think he's done? No. Because that quarterback he's got, that Bryce, yeah, oh, like that guy. Like that kid. How about um, your boy Rattler at Oklahoma getting benched? The, the kid Williams comes in, throws five touchdowns. Sick, dude. Freshman, true freshman, too. Yes. So, so do you wait? He might have lost a job. I think you got to go with the hot hand. It's college football, man. Cause but I'm saying for the pros, do you wait? Like, say, the, the Lions, do you wait on a quarterback and wait till maybe possibly the following year? I like, think so, because I think it's, we're going to be bad again. Because look at where your team's bad teams have their quarterback. Right, right. Yeah, so. we got to see how it all shakes out. Yeah. Right now we're looking like a clear-cut number one overall pick for next season. But with our overall pick, we will take a safety. <laughs> uh, look at man I, again i was at that game today and th- there was no no energy i felt for there you was, guys everyone there was, would take there it was over. no energy in that stadium it was almost okay so they play but we're talking about the lions in their first half you know first quarter they play good defense but then like the second half it was just like nothing man yeah just can't it's you hard see how it's, two players can change a game and then three joey makes joey he looked like uh Freaking Walter Payton out there. I know, man. And then Chase, he's a rookie. It. And then you got Burroughs come from an injury. You see how players can change a team like that. Yeah. 
So tell you right now, my four and thirteen's looking good still. Yeah. Right. Who had them uh, with the most wins? Who had Hollywood had seven. I yeah. had six. Seven. Uh, Just James, I believe, was at five. You had four. Four. Yeah. So but we have to be right on in order to win our pot, right? So there's no. Yeah. It's all or nothing. It's all or nothing. Yeah. So I don't know, but um, NFL's been a lot of fun to watch. I mean, we're looking at some uh, red zone right now here on the big screen, and there's a lot of close games that we're getting today. I mean, some of these are decided by a field goal, and that's just the way it is. Good teams are always in it, man. But I just I think we know that the Lions are who they were supposed to be. They were yeah. depleted right out of the gate. They kind of <laughs> sold out everybody, and you know all the big name players went elsewhere for big contracts, and that's that. And now you're stuck with what you got. It's going to be a long year. It's going to be yeah. the same story every it's week. It's going to be brutal. Yeah, um, originally. You guys caught any of the uh, MLB playoffs? I did, man. Oh, nice, that, dude. The JD Martinez Grand Slam? Two mm. Grand Slams, got right? Two There's, of them, dude. This, yeah, JD's a man. I wish we never would have let, let him go, but I knew where we were at the time. Yeah. You know, kind of where the Lions are. Yeah. Got to rebuild. So, who do you got? Boston or Houston? Boston. <sighs> Houston's my team. Korea, that's going to be the Tiger shortstop next year. He's coming. I like Houston too. Five year, one fifty. I like how you know they went through all that stuff, and now they came back through mm-hmm. all the adversity. Mm-hmm. It'd be kind of a cool story. Once you get him, yeah. I believe Altuve will come too. Yeah, and then um, you got the Braves and Dodgers. How long has it been since the Braves have been relevant? Like, oh, yeah, that's kind of cool. It, it, I think Bobby Horn and uh, Will Chamberlain. <laughs> Chamberlain back, back at the, first. Would you mean uh, Chipper Jones? Yeah. <laughs> Chipper Jones. <laughs> It's been a while, man, since Atlanta had a good team. Back to, what, the Ted Turner days when uh, they had some, like, they were on a streak for like four or five years in a row. Yeah. I don't know. You guys keep talking about Houston, man, but I'm I'm thinking, man, I'd like to see Boston and the Dodgers in the World Series. I think That'd you're, cool. I, the, world, the World Series you're looking at is the Houston-Boston Series. That's yeah. the World Series right there. But bro, you just took the you just took it to Houston though, didn't you? Say you wanted Houston but to that's win. That's the that's the that's the World Series, Houston and Boston right now. Yeah, so you ain't saying, gonna get any better than that. Really? Wait, isn't Houston playing Boston right yeah. now? Yeah, he's saying that's like the oh, the biggest to, series that's yeah. gonna happen. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I, okay, and I'm with you guys now. <laughs> Who do you got, James? <laughs> Hello, Boston. Boston. Hey, hey, James, you kind of look like Korea a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the fuck's going on, dude. I'm trying to keep up. Did you up. say I Boston? Can't. Did you, you say, say Boston? You know, you, I knew you were from Mass. I'm just saying. I don't know. I, I don't fucking know. I shouldn't <laughs> even take Boston. I'm from New York, so we shouldn't we shouldn't even go there. Well, who's the other one? <laughs> hey, any uh, any fight news, man? Anything relevant right now? Yeah, there's relevant. You heard, um, you heard what happened, right? What's that? No, what? Wilder's banned for six months, cannot box, period, by the commission. What was it that, what was it um, health-wise well, he, that he, got him? He, he broke his hand, but besides that, the, uh, the, over the last year, the fighting and the hits that he's taken to the head, his eardrum has been busted twice, and they think it's in his best interest. They even told him maybe he shouldn't come in the ring again, and he's defiant. So they've already put it out there. He refuses to listen, even to his trainers. He's untrainable. So the boxing had to say, guess what? You're, you're, you're not boxing for six months. Wow. Stripping, wow. Stripped the license. Yeah, he took a beating, you know. Oh, yeah. Did oh, he, yeah, he did. Did he ever come out and say anything about Oh, no, he's still a prick. No. Nope. Just nope. going into hiding, huh? No. Nope. No, he released, a, he released a statement, I believe. It was, but it was like via Instagram or something. Oh, oh okay, okay, yeah. See, I didn't, I didn't hear that. Yeah, well, he's, he's, he, 
he thanked he thanked Fury for the the memories. He said he said thank you for for you know um, sharing this with me and and making memories together. Okay, yeah, he, he probably, he somebody probably that. talked to him. All yeah, right. yeah, yeah. It sounded like a public service, man. He said I gave it my all. It didn't turn out the way I wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, he said hats off to Fury, but uh, I don't know, man. I just saw a clip on YouTube, like an actual clip of the audio where he was he was like, I don't respect you. I don't respect when Tyson went over there to shake his hand. I heard people yep. saying what he said, but it was weird to hear it. Yes, like like Fury literally went over to him and was like, we were in there together. It was a war and. He was like, I don't care. I don't care. I get get away from me. Get away from me. Shoving his hand away. And Fury was like, well, I respect you. He's like, I don't respect you. Yeah, that's sad. So that's sore that, loser, that was, dude. Yeah, that was wild to see. That's weak. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right. Anything like else uh, in the sports world you guys want to hit on? Mikey Garcia, he lost last night. Oh, wow. He lost to uh, Sertan. Hey, nobody cares. Yeah. Nobody cares. <laughs> and you know what? An- another thing on a brief moment, I know that you looked through all Gruden's emails. Uh, it's pretty funny that that was only one email out of all them emails. There was no other uh, racist or any type of thing in the email. Isn't Are you that serious? Because wow. when I listen yes. to when I listen to you guys, right, I didn't know anything about this. I did hear that this guy was outed for being racist mm-hmm. and homophobic and blah blah blah. From what it sounded like, and this is coming from a guy who, as everyone knows, is listening, does not know shit about anything when it comes to this. Mm-hmm. It made it sound like this guy had emails upon emails where yep. he was using this distasteful language. Um, well, and that, that's what I was not the case. It was happening, but, you know, who knows? Well, yeah. there's going to be... Gruden may have a chance to come back, which I don't think he will. The statement when he made about the lips had nothing to do with races. It was mm-hmm. saying something like, when you call somebody a rat... What's up, we right. vanilla He was face. saying to like his lip, like, like this guy's loose-lipped. That's why he's big lip because he likes to talk and go talk. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's and they what took he it meant. And he took it and twisted it and made yeah. it. No filter. Yeah. Gruden and so emails though. Yeah. You see how easily That's, like things can get oh, twisted yeah. and yeah. contorted. He said though. it was never yeah. a racist thing about yeah. the. So it was it was what he was doing. You know what I mean? I was gonna say like they. This is the way that the media can take mm-hmm. you know one little thing and spin it. Like Bill Clinton had the whole economy great, one blowjob, and it's all he can't run the country now. Well, Billy's in the <laughs> hospital right now and he's sick. Bill Clinton. Oh, shit. Yeah. Is he really? Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. But yeah. Right. How do you get one out of all them emails? You figured there would be more stuff in there. Nope. That's crazy. You think somebody yeah. should be scrutinized for that? One absolutely. Email? Absolutely. I think he was out to get him. It was his perfect moment. Yeah, oh, think, yeah, yeah. I think B brought that up last week, too, about he was kind of just waiting for the opportune time. Yep, just to kinda, exactly. And I heard on the radio, exact same thing. And now we're pleased to bring you our feature presentation. All right, boys, it is now time for the feature presentation, episode 25. We're going to discuss team traits tonight. A little different format, so we're all going to select one that we feel is most important or very important to team success, and we'll just go around the table, and at the end, we're going to have a wild card, which will be the fifth that we all agree on, so... Excited for this. So, Hollywood, why don't you go ahead and start it oh, off, man. man. You kidding me, man. Come on, man. Um, Do it again. <laughs> shit. I got some good ones. Um, I'm going to go with uh, people skills. Having people skills with a team is very, very important. Sure. Um, I have that at work with a group of my guys. 
works out very well. Um, not everybody. They don't want to be part of, you know what I'm saying? Um, to build a good team, you got to buy in. And they don't all buy in, and it shows itself. Okay? Numbers speaks volumes. You know, and the boss sees it, you know, and we got a very good boss. And there's an understanding. She has people skills like us. You know what I'm saying? So it all works good. I'm, I'm big on that. You know what I mean? We're all bosses together. I mean, a lot of people look up to me because I know how to, a lot of things there. But I'm always willing to show them. You know what I mean? So that's my take on people skills. You got to have people skills. Man. Get no, I agree. That's, that's super important. Any type of team, whether it's work, athletics, mm-hmm. you know, projects, whatever right. it may be, you got to be able to communicate, man. Yes. So that's when a lot of uh, teams, you know, break up because we're not communicating properly. Yes, absolutely. I agree. All right, Grandmaster B, what you got, Mike? Um, mine's motivation. Um, I've always found it easier to work for i'm not i don't need somebody to motivate me every day but it's good to have a person to go into your point here uh hollywood about people skills a good motivator can bring energy yes. to a group of men and women a team uh whatever you want to look at it or how you want to look at it if you have a good motivator someone that's you know, laser focused on the, on the prize, you know, giving you a pat on the back every so often, kind of giving you encouragement, even when they know you're having a down day, it's good to go up to a person or have a boss or somebody or a coach to come up to you and kind of pull your head out of the weeds. Sure. I think motivating is part of good people skills. And I think that that goes a long way. I found that um, through my career, having certain supervisors I've worked with over the years, some of the best people I performed the best under were people that were good motivators. Awesome. Got to have your back. Absolutely. I agree with that. That's a great one. Mm-hmm. And you're going to find it yeah. from all different. You know, we've, I'm sure we've all had multitudes of bosses and different boss types. Yes. You oh, have yeah. a micromanaging type. Oh, totally. Can't work for yeah. a micromanager. It's tough. It's, it's demotivating. It's like you, you feel like you're in this little nutshell and you can't, you make the wrong move and it's going to crack and your whole it's world's going right to him. It's never right to him. It's no. never right to him. No. And it's just not a good way to lead. No, it's not. You got to be able to, you're going to make mistakes in whatever you do. Nobody's mm-hmm. perfect, right? You got to be able to have someone there that's like, all right, here's the problem. This is how we're going to fix it. And I got your back on this. You yeah, know, I think that's important too. And yeah. with those good motivators comes with people that want to dial. I'm going to take a little bit back from what you said here, uh, Hollywood, about people skills. If you can dial into people and understand what every, you know, the three men sitting here right now, each one of us have some different characteristics, different yes. personality traits. What might motivate Philly may not motivate you so right. much, but to right. get an understanding of how to work with different people, you have to put a different hat on all the time. Sure. And and when everybody's on the same page and everybody's going in the same direction, that's what the motivator comes in and starts to do. So, okay, guys, girls, whatever, we're doing this, you know, and we're going to keep on moving towards something and we're going to accomplish this goal together. It's just encouragement, man. Absolutely. I think that goes a long way, especially in business. Yeah. It's not just coaching or it's just, you know, uh, I, again, I'm a motive, self-motivating kind of guy, but sometimes I have those, you know, like we talked earlier in the podcast about like how, you know, Just James was having a, a week, man. It's like kind of felt like he was out of it. He wasn't yeah. in sync with himself. Right, so right. sometimes someone maybe at the office out there would say, hey, man, you okay? Come on, let's go grab a cup of coffee. Let's talk this out. And maybe that just boosts him up a little bit. It helps. Again, yeah, it always does. For sure. Yeah. 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 No, I used to, I used to be the motivator at my, uh, my old job. 
was just kind of crazy. Like when I used to work in the mailroom, I would get in there. I would be so happy to do my job. It would rub off on other people, and I'd be like, "Come on, guys, let's let's have fun." You know, Say we're gonna again. be here all day. Say it again, bro. Might as well have fun. Yeah. I don't like people that come into work and they're all gloomy and they don't want to be there, and they it's it's almost as if they're leaning into not enjoying their job. And I'm the total opposite of that. I come into work, I'm ready to work, I'm ready You're to go. It. I'm here You're with, with people that I consider my friends. I and love it, dude. Yeah, like let's 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 handle business, man. We got to get on the same page, and I would end up motivating them and. I think my my old boss actually he misses that a lot. He's like, we really miss your presence in here, and it made me feel good because yeah. it's good. motivation really. And like you said, uh, Master B, it's like a lot of times when you're that guy, you will catch a couple of those days where you need that in return, yes. and it makes all the difference in the world to how you're you know you you bring something to the table at work and how you progress. Yeah, it's a good drop right here for that. Sometimes you got to remind the hen who the rooster is. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you. Damn you. All right, Just James, what do you got in your list, bro? Um, I got selflessness, um, which is the opposite of selfishness, you know. And um, I think, like, to be a good team player, you have to be selfless. You have to put others before you sometimes for the benefit of the entire squad, the team, the business, whatever it is that you're involved in. Sometimes you have to be either second or third, and you need to know where you can step aside and, and play a different role in order for the star player to get in front. I like and that. You can't I like be that. selfish. I like that yes. Yeah. Very good. I like that, man. What what a what a good mind you have, good thoughts you have. That's that that'll make you successful. I appreciate that, Hollywood. You got I'm it, trying. man. No, you're trying, man. You're gonna be there, man. That's a we good one. Here. And you know what you ever notice like being a part of teams or at work, you know, if someone gets a promotion um, or someone's having success and others are kind of just jealous. They're not really, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. you know, yeah. they're not being supportive and I don't know. I, just, I believe they call them haters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what that is. Yeah. 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 Now, there was a situation, you know, um, where I coach and I just, I saw some of that, you know, someone got a chance for an opportunity at a higher level and, you know, I just, I was never really that guy. So I, it was hard for me to understand, you know, and talked about it with my other coaches about, um, why Why wouldn't you be happy for him? You know what I mean? I guess yeah. they feel like their opportunity is taken. But, you know, you keep working hard, you, you stay at it, and I feel like, you know, opportunity will come. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, so I had, um, I don't want to say which company that uh, I worked for, but I have, there were certain people that would bring that up. You know, they would say, oh, you know, I want I want our group of people to start, I want to start seeing us progress and see us do better. And... Then one of them would get a promotion, but the other person that was just saying they want to see their people progress or their group, their let's say their group of friends or whatever, or their little clique, one of their people progress, they would be upset that it was another person and not them. And I never understood that because it's like here you are saying you want to see someone in your clique do well and get a promotion. And then once they do, you're upset that it's not you and you're hating. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like, uh, <clears throat> to Philly's point, like having a genuine interest in someone else's success. I mean, some people are just phony baloney about, oh, man, I'm glad you got the job and this and that. But you could just tell they're really not genuine about it. Sure. Or you right, know the right. person from who or what they who they are from the past. And so when they kind of give you the backhanded compliment, you know, it's not a genuine compliment. So I think the people that are pulling from you from the beginning, from the start, the ones that come up to you even when you don't get what you're looking for, whether it's a promotion or a victory, but they're still there to support you, yeah. that's a genuine interest in a person. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I think there's a lot of fake people out there, unfortunately. And I think there's people that just kind of, you know, they they just go through the basic protocol of the thing. Well, I better go up to them and say, hey, great job. And But it isn't real. So, I mean, I think over time you start, to, as you get older, you start to decipher bullshit people versus real people. Yep. Sure. And I think, you know, yeah. when things like that happen, like say you're in a running for a job, it's okay to be disappointed. Right? Yeah. But oh, at the absolutely. end of the day, like, okay, you can't sit there and feel sorry for yourself or mad or pissed off or woe is me because that's really not going to get you anywhere anyway. Yeah. So, you know. Own it, move on. Yeah. Um, that's a good one, Jess James. So, you know what, Jesse James? Um, what I do in a, in, in a position like that, I look past them. I don't even mess mm-hmm. with them kind of people. And they know. Right. You know what I mean? They pick it up because they know that they ain't no good. And you have to live with yourself like that. They have to live with themselves. That they're not. No. So I, I, look, I look beyond them. They're haters and. You know, sad, but it happens. So, you know your way ahead of that. You know what I mean? Do your. You thing. know what I say? You know what I say? What up? Fuck them. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you just gotta do what you gotta we do. We take it to the freaking Mystic River. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. All right. So I got a guy. I got camaraderie and support on my list. I think it's important. We talked about all of us kind of hit on that energy, and certain people have it. Mm-hmm. Like I got a guy, younger cat at work, that even when I'm feeling a little like crap and I'm just in my routine, you get around him, he's just happy-go-lucky, you mm-hmm. know, works his ass off, and it kind of rubs off on you. You know what I mean? You, you need people like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, just, it makes the team stronger, you know, laughing and joking. It's like just a genuine care for your teammates and, and – um, getting behind something together i think it's important in all phases of life whether it be relationship work or team um you got to have that camaraderie trust and support man i think absolutely it's huge. i agree with that 100 percent. yep it's a good one yeah that's super important dude that Appreciate it's like it. you said it's contagious it's contagious dude. Yeah, it can it bring is. you up yeah it can bring you up it's, it almost is like falls in line with motivation if somebody's just happy and they they care about their team it, it really rubs off on, on everyone. It's part of that tree, James. You know what I mean? You're like a magnet. Yeah, you know what I exactly. Mean? They will come yep. to you and, and stick to you. The ones that don't, they're not the real ones. They're like, the haters. Right. Like, right. Philly, like i got to ask you this, because you're you're in an environment that's constantly part of a motivating atmosphere. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe not having the greatest season that you would hope for. Right. What do you do after a rough loss... And then try to motivate to get to the next level. I mean, what, 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 what tactics do you use? For me, honestly, I stay consistent every week. And it's been, it's been weird. The older I get, the more consistent I am. That way, they look at me as reliable. So they know whether win or lose, coach is going to have our back. We're, we're going to go watch film. We're going to correct what we did wrong, put a new game plan in, and I always try to laugh and joke with them. You, you know, it's like you break them down, but you got to build them back up at right. the same time. You know, so I try to do that all the time. And I'll make practice fun. We'll do something that's, you know, after we pay for our wrongdoings, you know what I mean? We'd have to run it out on Monday. Yeah. But we come back and we try to have some fun. Right, right. You that's know? the key. So, that's that's really good. Yeah. That's Without awesome. the that's fun, important. you won't have, you'll lose a team. Yeah, and I, I don't think, um, uh, as a head coach, you're not, you're not going to always be Mr. Nice Guy. Not everybody's going to love you, but I think that consistency and that reliability that, okay, I know he's going to be there. I know he's going to tell me what I did wrong, but he's also going to tell me what I did right, and he's going to have my back. 
that's one thing that I think everybody would be able to say about so a little, me. little give and get. You've got yeah. you're, you're hyping them up when you need to, and also coaching them in, in the down moments and yeah. giving them tough love, almost like being a parent in a way. Yeah. You know, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, because there was an instance where you know it was getting. We had a great week of practice last week, and we knew odds were stacked against us for who we were playing, and uh, it was great. We we're riding this emotional high we're, we're ready with you know we were talking about shocking the world and all this stuff and then wednesday came and it just like the bottom fell out and i'm pretty laid back dude but the, the screwing around just got to me i took my clipboard and i slammed it on the ground sent them to the sideline it kind of woke them up after wow. that but yeah. yeah it's like you know you do little things like that to be like okay come on let's go you know, try yeah. to get a little kick in the ass, you know, stop screwing around. And we're here for the right reasons. Yeah. You know, you, you got to work hard. Nothing's going to come easy. I must be heard. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Is there anything that you do weekly that you find seems to be your magic bullet? Like something that kind of motivates these kids weekly? Is there something that happens at a certain point in time at the practice or when let's say, let's say the practice is going sideways, mm -hmm. they're not listening to you. What words, like what's your ace in the hole to get everybody to kind of refocus and come together again? Well, I think things like that, you know, you got to show, you got to show emotion, especially in sports. Sports is very emotional, especially football. High oh, contact. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and you have to be highly intellectual too. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of X's and O's that go into it. But then also like when I see them getting frustrated and overthinking, I'd be like, dude, just play the game. Because at the end of the day, it's a kid's game that we're playing. It's violent, but you get to play a game, and you get four years. So I try to break it down. Even though they need to know a lot, when in doubt, I tell them to make a mistake at 100% and go have fun. I like that. You know? That's a, I like that. So if you're going to screw up, just go ahead and hit somebody, even if it's the wrong guy. And it's free. Go you don't hit have somebody to pay else. the poll. It's free to do, hit somebody. Do you drive home like, like a job, like a supervisor, like a coach, do you talk about fundamentals being important? It's huge, especially at a younger level, especially for where I'm at because uh, maybe the younger programs aren't as intricate on that stuff, the fundamentals, the basics. So I have to play catch up a little bit, you know. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's your base. If you don't have a strong foundation, you're screwed from the get-go. That's like if you go into a job without proper training and you're just thrown to the wolves, what do you think is going to happen? Your, your success failure. rate is drop significantly yeah. very low i so. had a um i had a old boss of mine uh tell me don't always go, you don't always have to go for a home run right he says it takes a lot of base hits and a lot of doubles to win yeah he says it's not just about swinging for fences all the time he says remember work on fundamentals no matter what you're doing whatever the craft is that you're doing if you're selling if you're mm -hmm. coaching teaching fundamentals get really good at those fundamentals yeah and, again, base hits and doubles could win you a game. For Doesn't sure. always have to be for swinging for fences, man. And, I, and that's yeah. kind of the way I, he's seen me because I was always bigger nothing kind of guy. Sure. You know, and that kind of that resonated with me and it stuck with me. Yeah, sometimes if you simplify it like that. That's really you, what it was. You break it down and that your wins start compiling. Yeah. Bigger wins, you know. Yeah, one little victory here, one little good thing happens here, and then all of a sudden that puzzle's starting to get a little clearer for you. Yeah. And it's not just like, oh, man, I failed because I didn't get exactly what I wanted this sure. time. Right. But if you're planting those seeds and you're continuing to work on progress, that's part of it right yeah. there. No, I agree 100%. It's a great point. And, and what you put, you know, and, and another thing is what you build around you. Yeah. Like I remember taking over a basketball team over at uh, Eastland where you guys went elementary. And I remember the guy, um, 
who had the team. And I had watched him the year prior, and he was horrible. So what he thought was when I took over that he was going to be on the team. And he walked in the door, and I said, well, what are you doing here? He said, well, uh, I'm going to be helping coaching too. I said, oh, no, I don't need you. I said, I've seen you coach. I don't like the way you coach. And this is a whole new regime here. So me and my boy took over the team, and uh, we dominated everybody. Everybody. He was kind of, you know, he was pissy. Well, you know, I've been doing this for, I said, yeah, I could tell. I said, no, I knew your way of coaching is not my way of coaching. Yeah. And he went out that door, and that was the last time I seen him. I think that that's just part of how life is, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're talking about something about, you know, traits. Yes. Yeah. Things that you go through in life, man. This is all part of it. That's why I always said that sports has so much to do. It, it can help even if you weren't the best athlete growing up as a kid. It teaches you a lot. Yeah. Yes. Winning, losing, trials, tribulations, success, discipline. failures, yeah. discipline, team gatherings, understanding what it takes. It's not just one person. Yeah. So, I was just uh, talking about that exact point with a few of my coaches on Friday, and it's just so true. Like, what, no matter what it is, you know, you play competitive sports, man, It's it, it instills something in you for a, a lifetime. Changer. Oh, yeah. And it kind of, what you're talking about with the old coach, it kind of leads into our wild card, which is our fifth trait. It's actually open-mindedness. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> do you think that coach, for instance, stop being that way and well i've been doing this for so long it's going to be my way or the highway because for me as a coach i'll never stop learning i know i'm not the best man love that i always try to learn more and absorb more i didn't see him go on as a coach and like i said i i've went i've seen him prior to the years and he wasn't he wasn't a good coach he was just there he was filling the spot yeah and with talent that i knew that was going to be there and and even having my child, I couldn't allow my son to be managed under this type of program. He never learned nothing, right? Yeah. So, and a couple of his friends, they were always playing hoop. And I knew the talent I had coming. And mm-hmm. I says, you guys will be thrown to the walls. You know what I mean? Your talent will never be. I mean, they went on to play high school. And, and uh, TD was I slamming by 10th grade. And he was phenomenal. His dad would come there and watch him and just sit there and says, you're the type of coach he needed. Yeah. yeah. He said he he talks about you 24-7. Even when he goes home, Dad, I love him. You know, he came to my house and everything, and just I had a good team. Do you and, think uh, open-mindedness played a role in that, in your success? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, I talk to my kids about other things, not just about the game. Right. You know, hey, you got a girlfriend, this and that. Oh, you can tell, Coach. Come on, man. It's all good. I know you got a girlfriend. You, know, you didn't say, dude. let me smell your finger, did you? <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, just different things. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't just always about the game, even whether yeah. it was football, sure. whether it was baseball, whether it was basketball. I was successful in all of them sports. And even with the girls, I coached the, the, the boys and the girls. And I'll tell you what, it was, and like I said, parents bought in. I had them behind me. And mm-hmm. that's your biggest thing, you know, and... uh you don't want them bad parents, and I've had one that was just, she came in my clubhouse, and all these kids looked, and she threw all of them under the bus. My kid's one of the best players on the team, and why you got these kids? And to see that look on my kid's face, you know what I told her? I said, ma'am, please leave my dog out right now and take your son with you. And it's very sad, very sad day today that your son has to see this. Mm. I said, kid, it's not your fault. Yeah, 
and then thought she could bring him to practice half hour late every time. I got to do this, and so do they. They got parents too. They all work too. Yeah. And so do I. Yeah. And I'm not getting paid. Yeah. Well, I think parents of most people, especially sports related, they're they're the most closed minded, and they have that tunnel vision where it's just Mm -hmm. about my kid, my kid, my kid. That's why they're not in leadership roles. No, absolutely not. You know. So as far as like. I think in work, too, you got to be kind of open-minded. And no matter what you do, there's got to be those bases, like your morals, your principles. Absolutely. You know, that don't have to change. But there's, again, there's so much other factors out there that you have to be willing to try new things. Like if a coach comes to me and says, hey, coach, can we try it? Yeah, we can try it. If it doesn't work, we're not using it. Yeah, but, right, right, right. Yeah, let me, let's talk about it. I mean, you know I, what I mean? if I could say this, like, and James, this is going to be more geared towards you because um, – we we're, we're doing something here. We're doing this podcast as a team here. Right. And um, last week I reached out to James when I had asked him some questions about some ideas and things like that. And I had asked him because he's doing his a solo podcast still right now. Yeah. And I like how he's thinking outside the the barriers of you know just a a group of people talking. He actually did a, a podcast with his mom. And I awesome. thought it was, I thought it was wonderful, and nice. I, I, it inspired me because again, this is one of our team team members here, and uh, he's a big part of this podcast. And to to hear what he's doing on his solo stuff, but also saying, "Hey, this is what I think would be a good idea." Um, J- James, when you when you do stuff like that, whether it's your recording, your music, your job, I mean, where where do you see a lot of this stuff coming into play in your everyday life? Um, I really appreciate you listening to that, by the way, also. that, that really it, means it was a lot. great. That it was, was really, that really good. That was fun for me. Yeah, that was like a therapeutic thing for me. It's weird, man, because it's so funny how we're talking about team traits, and I was like so not the sports guy when I was a kid, but I was into martial arts, and I never looked at martial arts as a sport, even though some people do. I always looked at it as a way of life because that's how I, how, I, how I learned it. But it, But it's weird because you can even take team and substitute it for the word relationship because you need all of these same traits when it comes to a coach and a player, a parent and a, and a child or a teacher and a student. You need all these traits. Those are all relationships. They're yes. two-person teams. Somebody's teaching somebody and somebody's learning. And now that we're on open-mindedness, it's funny because if you're a student and you love your teacher, if your teacher reached his limit and he's not open-minded or she's not open-minded, there's going to be a limit to where you can learn from that person. And therefore, when you reach that limit, you're going to have to go elsewhere. So Mm -hmm. a real good relationship grows together and it has more than one person being open-minded and they need to learn from each other. And a teacher can learn. I mean, one of the things my dad used to say to me is I, I was supposed to be teaching you, but I was learning from you. And he said, he, you know, I've been teaching him since I was five. And I think you guys all as parents can relate that even when you have a kid and you teach your kid, you also learn from your kid things about life that you didn't know if you wouldn't have had a child. So, right, right. yeah, point, all man. this stuff, just whether I'm on a team or not, man, just having relationships, being with you guys as a team member or, or whether I'm talking to my mom on my own podcast or family members that I love, um, all these traits are so important just with everything. Yeah, that's really cool. Have you, you know, you just said something that made me think back in time. When you gentlemen were in school, did you, whether it was high school or grade school, middle school, whatever, did you have a certain teacher that you really liked? Not because they gave you, uh, you know, candy or something like that at the end of class or anything like that, but did you ever have a teacher that, uh, probably more in high school would be more applicable for this, that 
that you felt like you really wanted to learn more from because they gave you something different than some, they kind of found it in each student to get something out of you. Like I had this one teacher that always seemed to like had a personal touch with everything, made it simple to understand whether it was a hard subject or not, but broke it down in baby pieces just to make sure everybody was on the same page. And I accelerated in this particular class because of this teacher. And it was a math teacher, believe it or not. I've never been good at math, but when I ended up getting this particular math teacher, she always took the time to after class to explain stuff to me. She, I never felt like I was taking, you know, time away from her. I never felt rushed. And she says, now, if you're not 100% sure on this, she goes, you let me know. And if I wasn't sure, I'd come back the next day. And then she would just give me that motivation mm-hmm. to keep on, you know, getting better at something. Who was that? Yeah. Um, well, Mrs. Varblow, she was the, the height, you know, she was the, I, do you yeah, remember her? Yeah. And she was a tough teacher, but when she knew that you cared enough, she gave more to you. Yeah. And that made me want to get better and prove to her that it wasn't for nothing. I liked her hair. Did you really? I got suspended. <laughs> <laughs> you got suspended? Oh, that's a whole different Did you sniff <laughs> <laughs> Take it easy. Dude, that's that's crazy, man. I called her I, had curly. A, <laughs> I had a teacher the same way in high school. I don't know if I should say his name, but I know you know who he is, Philly. But I had a teacher. I, well, I had two, but I'm going to just use this one because whatever. I've been doing but, cock push-ups. Because <laughs> I have. But it was it was math also, um, Grandmaster Beat. And when this guy was teaching, the way he taught, I had he called my mom and told her that I had the highest grade in the class. Nice. And uh, math was never my good subject, but it was for some reason the way he took initiative and really cared, um, it made me better. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Actually, uh, Mr. Frost, he was uh, probably my all-time favorite teacher, and I know from guys that. Uh, we went to high school with they give him a bad rap and stuff like that but he actually took an interest in me like because i was having a hard time I was fighting a lot in school my parents were going through a divorce and he kind of saw, saw me and my grades plummeting and actually um i was never that kid that liked to speak in class none of right. that um just a lot of stuff going on internally and he took an interest in me and, and like coached me up he was also a football coach there too and uh, intense dude, man. He's not a guy you want to disappoint. He felt like he'd freaking right. spear you through the wall. <laughs> yeah, right. But, um, <laughs> he was uh, he was always there for me, man. Every every day checking up on me, you know, uh, in the hallway saying what's up. After you know, he would take time after class, uh, help me out with my homework. Yeah, he's seen something in you that you you didn't see in yourself. Yeah, he talked to my mom. You know, any. Anything you need, he's just a, a good dude, and I'm forever grateful for that because he really helped me through that hard time oh, yeah. in my life. That's, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I'm talking about. That's where impact can make a difference in a person's life, whether it's young, middle age, older. Mm-hmm. There's always something like you know, James. You said your dad's supposed to be was supposed to be teaching you, but he was learning from you. What a hell of a compliment that is. For sure, I mean, that's yeah. a great compliment. Yeah, had, it is. Yeah, I had Miss Catardo. First grade teacher. She loved me. She hugged me in the morning. And I never forget about that. (laughs) And she died young. Oh, that's too bad. She died young, and I knew her daughter. And I'll tell you what, I never forgot about that woman. It's just how she treated me in my, you know, younger years. You know what I mean? And then uh, when I got to high school, I really didn't like a whole lot of teachers, but there was one man that stood out to me, and that was Mr. Dabbs. Oh, Luther Dabbs. Mr. Dabbs. And <laughs> I remember I him. went to my man's funeral up in Mount Clemens and talked to his brother. And his brother knew of me and my buddy. 
And that we went to fights at the palace that no one knew about. And that guy was just genuine. Mm. And it broke my heart when he passed away. But what a great, great man. Hollywood. I remember Mr. Dabbs. What a great guy. Yeah, Kim. None of these people are probably listening besides you and I and maybe a handful of our friends will know who we're talking about. But he was a great teacher. Yes. Good man. Down, 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 down. That's for sure. He was a good guy. He remind me. You know, when I looked at him, I used to say, you know, Mr. Dabbs, you remind me of Martin Luther King. <laughs> That's who he reminded me of. Oh, no, 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 Mr. Dabbs. Yeah, yeah. But, what? I mean, what a great guy. And, yeah. and he touched my life in high school. See how you still remember all these years later? Yes. I think that's really cool. He would come cool. to my football games, you know, and, and you didn't have to do that. Your right. day ended. I'm playing at 7 at night. Yeah. You come there. You know um, what I mean? That that was amazing. So that's awesome. Yes. So people touch you like that, man. Well, that's the fives of the weeks, boys. Good job. Some good that's conversation. Very there. good. Hey, everybody, just want to take a quick pause in the action to tell you about Cooper Lawnscape, Metro Detroit's expert quality service provider for all your landscaping and lawn needs. You can visit them on the web at cooperlawnscape.com or hit them at 586-329-9925. Also on all the social media platforms, including Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Call there and ask for Chad. He's the owner. That's my boy, Coop Dog, and make sure to let him know that Philly sent you. Again, that's cooperlawnscape.com. 586-329-9925 is the phone number. I promise y'all will not be disappointed. Now, let's get back to the show. Go, 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 go. All right, boys, it is now time for the Who Said It. Just James from the Bronx. Why don't you go ahead and start it off, you pricky? Who said it, James? <laughs> All right, let Who me start it? it off, you pricky. Quiet. All right. Who said it? Here's the quote. I asked God for a bike, but I know God doesn't work that way. So I stole a bike and asked for forgiveness. Kanye West. <laughs> no. Am I online or no? No, he's from the Bronx. <laughs> Jay Z. Tell me the rumors call. Dare you. Yeah, he's from the Bronx. Jay Z. Nah, nope. DMX. Nope, he's from Yonkers. Mm. All right, what's his line of work? What's he known for? Mm. He's in the entertainment business there. Uh, he's on the big screen. Kevin Hart. <laughs> <laughs> big screen, big screen. No, no. Entertainment business. Uh... He's one of your guys' favorite guys, if you know what I mean. One Robert De Niro? Guys. Joe Pesci. Yeah. Try again. Joe Pesci. Try again. Ray Liotta. He'll take you in the back there if you mouth off to him wrong way, you know? Oh, Marlon Brando. No. We're getting hotter, though. Al Pacino. Bang bang, got there him. It is. Hey, Al Pacino. Al Pacino. <laughs> Let's go. Good one. That's a good one. Bro. I was almost going to say Robert De Niro. Hollywood. Al Pacino. Oh, there you go, Hollywood. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Hollywood got it, bud. <laughs> you forgot the bud. <laughs> That's a real I good feel one, James. Good I like that. Yeah, I love, dude, I love that quote, man. It's oh, so dope. Yeah. That's a good one, homie. All right. Here we go. Monsters are real, and ghosts are real, too. They live inside us, and sometimes they win. Hmm. Ooh, Robin John, Williams. John Gruden. Wrong. Man. Wrong. 
One more. Let's hear it again, Philly. Monsters are real and ghosts are too. They live inside us and sometimes they win. Rapper. No. Actor. Um, movie biz. Hmm. Movie biz. Director. Heating up. Stephen King. Stephen King. Oh, damn, Hollywood! You're on a roll. Damn, that's good. Bing, 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 bing. Wow, that's good. Wow. I was thinking, wow. you know, because he creates a what's called, yeah. Yeah, Sweet. Stephen King's a legend. Nice. Hell oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, he is. Especially around this time. Yeah, so that's uh, Stephen King. Damn, he's, he's dude. He made a lot of great movies, Stephen King. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, he, had a, he actually had a lot of uh, good quotes. There was one he had that I know you guys probably would have got right off the rip. It was um, either get busy living or get busy dying. Yeah, yeah. I was going to use mm. that one before. I didn't. <laughs> um, I said they'll hit that real quick. Damn you. Damn you, damn you. <laughs> All right. Uh, Hollywood, you're up. All right. I woke up and realized life is great. People are awesome. And life is worth living. <sighs> Do we get a hint? Well-known, very big icon. Shameless? No, damn you. No, <laughs> damn you. No, damn, damn you. <laughs> I'll repeat again. I woke up and realized life is great, and people are awesome, and life is worth living. Morgan. The Rock. Nope. Morgan Freeman? No. Talking about Morgan Freeman. Andy Dufresne. <laughs> Angel Washington. Nope. Ray Liotta. No. Um. Well, what's his? Uh, what's the entertainment? Is it entertainment? Sports? Um. Yeah, it's entertainment. Um. And it's in a ring. Okay. Mike Tyson. Nope. Muhammad Ali. Nope. Tyson Fury. Mm-mm. Will Smith. Pac-Man. Manny Pacquiao. Oh, nope. I was going to say that. Nope. Oh. Um. What else can I add? Um. Holyfield. Nope. Is he Latino, man? Nope. Mm-hmm. Um. Rocky Marciano. No. Damn. Um. Amelia Abenga. Watch your language in front of the lady, punk! Um, He's a real, real big icon. Yeah, we're Joe Lewis. No. Frazier. Joe Frazier. Not Joe Frazier. Down goes Frazier. Oh, uh, George Foreman. Nope. What the fuck? We named all of them. <laughs> Michael Spink. It wasn't Jersey Was there any Joe other Walcott. fighters? It wasn't Jersey Joe. Um, De La Hoya? Nope. Said Floyd Mayweather. No. Um, Mickey Ward. Uh, let's see. Bam. I want to give you another hint. Uh, the boy's mind's pickled. 
play you two roles. Excellent, excellent question. So he played two roles. Play two roles. Oh, Sylvester Stallone. Nope. It's my man from Southpaw. Uh, also played in the movie. Is he, a, is he an actual fighter? No. Okay. Not a fighter. Oh, he's not an actual fighter. Well, he's not an actual guy, fighter. He's a guy from uh, Southpaw. Uh, what was his name? Jake Chillenhall. Nope. Um, you guys, when I tell you this, you guys are going, come on, man. For real? Engelbert Humperdinck? Damn you, damn you. Damn you. Damn you. <laughs> yeah! Is it Apollo Creed? Fucking no, no. Roman Reigns. <laughs> fucking crazy man. No. You sound nope. insane. Do you realize that? Oh, B spit some things out. It's not Rocky Balboa. Mickey Rourke. <sighs> no. James, you tapping no. out? I'm tapping out, man. I don't know who the hell it is. I'm tapping. You're tapping. Tapping B. I'm tap. I've been tapped out. <laughs> hey, James. Thunder yeah. Lips is here in the flesh, Yo, baby. man. I knew Hulk it, Hogan. dude. I, <laughs> I almost said Hulk Thunder yeah. Lips is here. I almost here. said that, too, man. Biggest icon. He played Hollywood Hogan, and he played the Hulkster. Mm. And when you said Fuck. Rocky Balboa, he played with him in the movie. Yeah, he did. He yes. did. I was almost going to say Thunder Lips. I'm like, <laughs> Fuck. I'm like, the biggest icon. New, 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 new world order. Wow, how do we miss that one? Damn, yeah, brother. Damn. Hogan. That's a good one. <sighs> that was a good one. All right, Grandmaster B. All right, here we go. Uh, the difference between a successful person and others is not a lack of strength, not a lack of knowledge, but rather a lack of will. That's a businessman. The difference between a successful person... And others is not Gilbert lack Gilbert Godfrey. No, it's not him. The difference between a successful person and others is not the lack of strength, not a lack of knowledge, but rather a lack of will. What do they do? Hint. Coach. Dungey. No. Gruden. Bill Belichick. No. Bruce Arians. <laughs> it's not Bruce. Although I like Bruce, I like his hats. Just James, what do you got, man? I, I tap. Say I, that I don't again, know any coaches. Say, say that again. All right. The difference between a successful person and others is not a lack of strength, not a lack of knowledge, but rather a lack of will. What's the sport, coach? Coach, what sport? Football. John Madden. Oh yeah, I'm definitely done. How about Vince Lombardi? Vince Lombardi. Nice. That was I, knew I heard wow. that one before. Wow. Wow. I was going to call uh, with Mike Philly. I was going to call the John Mann, too, but I said, nah, I think he tried to stay away from Mann. He did good, Hollywood. That's wild. He got three. Yeah. Vince Lombardi. Listen, Hollywood's three for three. He's on a roll tonight. And man. he stumped the staff. Damn, Damn you. you. Yeah, that's Damn crazy. You. Damn you. Damn you. The cards are falling in his favor, guys. Yes. Damn you. It's All Halloween right. time. You starting to heat up? up <laughs> <laughs> you right. must burn, Michael. What do we have next, fellas? All right, Judge James, the special guest of Did You Know? Yeah. Right. 
All right, we're going to set it off with the Did You Know. I did all these five based on Halloween, so just because Halloween's coming up. Nice. Oh, I should have saved this for the Halloween show, but... I know, man, but we don't even know if we're going to do it or not, you feel me? It's mid-October. We're good. What you doing, man? Fuck it. We got to lead up to the way. Um, so did you know Jack O'Lantern comes from this legend, this Irish legend called Stingy Jack? Stingy Basically, Jack. legend... Stingy. Stingy okay. Jack. Basically, legend has it that Jack invited the devil to have a drink with him, but Jack didn't want to pay for the drink, so he convinced the devil to turn himself into a coin. And instead of buying the drink, he pocketed the coin and kept it close to a silver cross in his house, preventing the devil from taking shape again. So he promised the devil to let he would let him go as long as he left Jack alone for a year, and if Jack died, the devil wouldn't claim his soul. So anyway, long story short, Jack ended up dying later on, but God didn't want such a conniving person in heaven and the devil stayed true to his word and did not allow him into hell. So Jack was sent off into the night with only a burning coal to light his path. He placed the coal inside a carved out turnip and that, and he's been roaming the earth ever since. So over time, Ireland and Scotland began creating their own jack-o'-lanterns out of turnips, beets, and potatoes. And once the tradition came to the United States, um, people started using pumpkins. Oh wow. my God, he's so deep. You got so deep. <laughs> That's really good. I had to, fellas. I had to. All right, so uh, second one. Trick-or-treating comes from this term called souling, which children used to dress up in costumes and go to door-to-door like little beggars demanding treats. And um, basically what it was about was they would dress up and try to ward off evil spirits um, in costumes. So that's where it started from. Wow, that's amazing, dude. That's cool. That's cool. I like that. Did you know in recent years, Americans have spent nearly $3 billion on candy during Halloween? Damn, that makes sense, though. And $6 billion at the dentist. Yeah. That's, oh, a, that's a lot. Forget all, about yeah. it. The dentist. That's crazy. About it. But... I don't even want to go because I don't want to pay him. I'll end up killing the guy. It said in 2017, the record year for Halloween spending in the U.S. was $9.1 billion. That's something. Damn. On candy. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. All right. So the last two that I chose, actually, um, actually. the last two that I chose are based on Halloween the movie. So this is for you, Hollywood. The original script was titled The Babysitter Murders, and the events took place over several days. But it was a budgetary decision to change the script to have everything happen on the same day, and it would reduce the number of costume changes and locations required. And it was decided that Halloween was the scariest night of the year, and that was the perfect night to do it. That's perfect. So, yeah, it was originally going to be called The Babysitter Murders. Wow. I like Halloween much better. And it was in, oh, I like yeah. it too. Yeah, yeah. And was yeah. it was it in Hattonfield? It was. It was. You know all about it. Yeah. Um, the last did you know? The story was based on an experience that John Carpenter had. Um, in college, he was touring a psychiatric hospital, and he met a child who stared at him with uh, Carpenter quotes with the look of evil, and it terrified me. That's kind of scary. That's wild. Yeah. yeah. Why well, are staring scary. at me? And we know Philly don't like people staring at him. <laughs> so that would never work. Maybe and you, you know that, that uh, Jesse James, that was a true story. What happened, except for the, you know, Michael Myers on after that. But the killings, yeah. Michael Myers, Michael Myers isn't real? The, I mean, the story and how the sister, like, that got killed. But, like, you know, they added the, ex, the movies and all that, like, that, that... That was just added on. But the killings like that, that happened. Oh, yeah, that's fucking, uh, listen, dude. I know all about Michael Myers and, uh, you know, 
Michael's, Willy Wonka. Michael's, uh, Willy Wonka. Michael's come home. <laughs> Michael's come home. Dude, I love I love it. I can't it, wait though. to talk about the scary movies, though. I know, oh, dude. Yeah, I know. Yeah, soon. That's going to have, have to be our next, what you call it? Damn, we got costumes. You might have to go with movies, too, dude. I love scary you movies. You want to play a game? So, you know, I was watching uh I was watching Scream the other day and uh I think the guy over the phone the ghost face actually asked that he was like do you want he's like I want to play a game and I just thought about Saw and I was like damn they got that from Dude the how screen. how yeah. sick is that dude Saw Yeah Saw was wild Saw is sick that that Oh yeah I got a <laughs> Fred, people say Freddy Krueger. I'm like, there's no way, dude. How about that meme I sent you guys? Hello, I want to play a game. Yeah, that's sweet, oh, dude. dude like that three liquids fucking, in the fridge. Dude, <laughs> that had me rolling. Will you die of thirst or will you face your fears and destroy your asshole? <laughs> Did you uh, dude, You made that up? That, uh, that, that fucking... That's sweet, though. Yeah, How dare you? <laughs> that had me rolling at work, dude. I was like, what the hell is this? Yeah, that's just crazy, dude. All right. Dude, I thought uh, I thought Scream was a real good movie, though, man. I used to Plus. like it too. Yeah, it was it was like one of the first self-aware horror movies, I think. What about Norman Bates? Oh yeah, Psycho, man, it's a good one. Yeah, Norman Bates. I'll be watching that all this week. Get her done. All right, Hollywood. It is now time for the this or that. Wow, here we go. All right, let's go with the this or that. Would you prefer, this is to all my listeners out there, ladies and gentlemen, this is Alan Allman. Talk about you motherfucking fan club, How dare you? Would you prefer to have a male or female as your best friend? Wow. Oh man, I, I wanted to say female, but then I'd probably want to fuck her. <laughs> <laughs> but what if she's not? Uh, what if you're not down for that with her? Like you just look at her like looking at a sister or something. You know what I'm saying? Well, let me ask you this: Does she have a vagina? She got a vagina. Then I'd probably still want to fuck her. I've been doing hard push-ups. This guy's a horny prick. Yeah. <laughs> I feel you. No, no. I feel you. No, no. I'd rather. I don't know, man. I think it's been cool to have female friends, though. Honestly. I really but like I'm that. But I'm saying a ride or die best friend. Yeah. Cause oh, you know, then I need, a, I need a dude. Because, you know, female, like, they give you a different perspective on things, right, too. Yeah. Um, sometimes. Yeah. It's a tough one, man. It's good to have both because I have a friend that I've known forever, never had sex, and we still stay in contact. She's married, very happy for her. And um, I don't know, it's, it's a good thing. But, you know, I'm fortunate to have a few good friends. Most of them are family. But, like, just James, I call him for anything, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's my guy. So, yeah. Guess I'm going I love with you, a, brother. Love you too, bro. You going with a man? Going, dude. All right. Master no, B. I, I, yeah, I gotta go with dude though. Well, bonus points for me if when the wife listens to this, she is my best friend. Yeah, love her. Uh, but when it comes to like camaraderie with, with guys, I think we're all. You know, if you find that certain person, you can deal with a lot of things that guy yeah. talk. Guys do talk about. It's got to be a guy. Yeah. 
they can relate a little bit more, I think. Sure. I admire that though, man. I really do. I, I hope I find my best friend too. That's that. That's that's the one area where I think I would want to have the females if it was my wife. For yeah. Sure. For yeah. Sure. I think. Yeah. That's that, that. That falls into like a different uh, caliber. Yeah. Yeah. You know what right, I mean? Right. Yep. Right. Because I, you yeah. know, I got a, my best friend, and you know, he's my ride or die since we've been five. And uh, not that we see each other all the time, but we talk, you know what I mean? And uh, But I also have a boss at work who's a female. And she's very, very, I mean, she's she's like one of the guys. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's like, guys, don't sugarcoat shit. Say what you want to say. This shit doesn't bother me. I have brothers. You know what I mean? Yeah. And she's yeah. really, really cool. And you could see that she could be that girl that could just be your really good friend. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. can tell her anything. Yeah, you know, but yeah. As far as I think, for a man, um, having that, you know, like you, you know, like my boys, a lot like me, you know, we really, really understand each other, you know, and we've had some fallouts, but love the dude to death. He's been there at times when I was really, really low when I was younger, and I was there for him, and that stuff I just never forget. And uh, yeah, you know, I'm gonna say male too. Yeah. All right. So yep. we're pretty much all in agreement. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's a good one, Hollywood. Yes, sir. Would you rather Jesse James hang around friends that are better looking than you or smarter than you? <laughs> um. Well, no matter where I go, I always hang out with friends that are better looking than me. Um, <laughs> okay. All right. So I. So I'm always smarter than they are. <laughs> I hang out with some dumbass good-looking dudes, so what can I say? Um, Just kidding. No, I would rather – I'd honestly rather hang out with people that are smarter than me, but not because I want to be better looking than them. Um, I I just would rather hang out with people that are smarter than me because I feel like I could learn. But also, if I hang out with people that are better looking than me – the chicks come around, right. but they still don't want me because I'm the weakest link. So I just got to, I don't know, I got to be, <laughs> now you're gotta be fucking it. funny or something. I don't know, yeah, dude. Funny I, I take both. I take both for different reasons. I'm a dumbass. Yeah, why, why do you think I hang out with Philly, man? He gets all the chicks. Yeah, come on. <laughs> it's the truth, man. Nice. Hey. It's a chick magnet, dude. It happens, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I hang out with Philly, and the chicks come around. They're like, who the fuck's this guy hanging on your arm over here? <laughs> Is that kind of like the same theory as hanging around a bunch of fat guys so you look skinnier? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, with them big, you with them big clumpy girls. Hey, girl. I, I believe females do that shit, though. Like what oh, you're there's saying? no doubt. There's no doubt. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. It almost goes back to like being able to wear different hats and being like a chameleon. I like being able to have and hang out with all types of people. So I wouldn't have yes. a really preference, you know, smarter or better looking, but... Uh. Yeah, but Philly, you're always better looking than the people you hang out with, though, man. Oh, you you're making really... me blush, bro. <laughs> so, see, see, <laughs> see, we... You have really nice fingernails, too, man. Oh, thanks. <laughs> he makes your toenails. <laughs> I know he's got... He makes your toenails. I know you got the foot fetish, James. You got to take it easy. <laughs> take, take it easy, will you? Easy. Take it easy. Oh, yeah. man. So I, I, mean, I would say... Yeah, I'm going to say smarter. You know, I, maybe I could brush it up on my... Uh, uh, education. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to say smart. <laughs> For me, it's the, the, the fun. I don't care if you're smart, good looking, or ugly. As long as you're fun to be with, I don't care. I'll hang out with you. Yeah, hell yeah, it's, man. it's who I have good company yeah. with. For Doesn't sure. matter how smart or pretty you are. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Uh, 
I can't hang with him. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Most of my life, Jesse James. Love is only Most of my life, Jesse James. I've hung out with dudes that were smarter because I was a dumbass. And most of the dudes weren't as good looking as I was, so I always got the women, and I just pawned them off the ones I didn't want. You can have them. Oh, you know, I was a real oh, friend. Man. Hey, you can have this one. I've already had them. <laughs> but uh, oh, knowledge shit. is power, man. Knowledge is power. And, uh, mm. you know, sometimes, you know, you know, if you're a good looking dude and guys, you know, when you're younger, they frown on that, you know. What am I getting your seconds or the, why they always go to you and they get a little jealous. It happens, you know, when How you're younger. Dare you? but as you get older, it's like, <laughs> come on, really? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But uh, yeah. if you're always going to the club and he can't get no play and you're always going to play. Hey, nobody cares. You know, nobody cares. Did you say the club? <laughs> the club. You know, next thing you know, you keep asking your buddy on, he don't want to come out with you no more. Well, there's yeah. no sense. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've been at both ends, damn you. <laughs> I've heard that one in a while. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, we got disco balls, stripper balls. <laughs> so, ball James, quiet. <laughs> this one goes out to you because I know you're the, you're the professional uh, athlete in uh, football, the NFL. Come on. Don't bullshit oh, yeah, me. Let's go. Now, let's did, go. You, did you see the Lions today? I I uh, almost did, but uh, I didn't see him. Did you I throw up in your him. mouth by looking at the score? <laughs> No, what the fuck was the score? <laughs> it, was, it was bad. It was horrible. 34 to 11 or something Just a crazy like game. that. It Just was bad. Ooh. But here, Ooh. Th this will go for all of you guys. My question. I didn't even know teams got that high in scoring. Right. Right. At Damn. the point that we're at now, James, and if you've seen the games, do you think that Stafford would make a difference on this team if he was at this point? Do you think that we would have had a win by now? Yes. At this point, 100%, yes. over Gaw, how many wins do you think we would be at right now? I'm Give me your opinion. B, I'm going to say two. I'm going to say with the, with the receivers they have right now or with the healthy receiver roster that we had? With what he's got right now, what he had, and what he's got now. So everything as is except golf's out, Stafford's in. Yeah. What's your take on that? I, I'm on the fence of a two and Three or uh, or whether six games played, so two and four. I'm going to say three and three. I'm going to say they're playing 500 ball right now. Okay. Mm, mm. What do you got, James? I would say I would say three and three, even though I haven't even seen any games at all and don't know where they're at. Okay, but I think Stafford would. What, what are they he's at? A two and four. He's a play. He's a difference maker. Zero and six. Yeah. Oh damn. It's bad. Oh, it was damn. bad today. It Maybe I'd go today. with two and four. I'd go with two and well, four. Well, hey, Jesse James, Stafford. from what I hear, the news that they're going to call you to be a receiver next week. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. They want me bad, dude. They're right. They're pretty good at taking it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll they fucking the take it somewhere else, guys. I'll take that fucking ball He's and tough. run with Sign it. Him. He's from the Bronx. He's from the Bronx. Okay. I'll right. fucking hike that ball. Take it in the end zone. Um, take it easy. Take it easy. And I'm loaded with secret souls. <laughs> so Philly, Philly, your 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 take on this? Uh, I'm gonna say two two wins. I think they'd be like two and four. Um. I think he's a difference maker, obviously, you know, because he's obviously elevated the Rams. You know, they were winning games, but they were winning them ugly, low scoring. Now that they got a quarterback, a well-rounded quarterback, um, you know, they're playing at a higher level. And I just think Stafford does that, but they're still, as is, just not that good, you know. I think they're 
they're going to go through this rebuilding phase of about two to three years. I think it's this year is going to be really bad. It's um, going to be Next year is going to be rough. And then I think the year after that, you know, you'll probably start to see some some wins pile up. But, yeah, yeah, um, yeah they need an influx of talent, man, because it's just it's, it's kind of bad right now. I'll tell you what. Uh, I sat there and watched the game, and I was just disgusted. And I sat right there, and the first coming to my mind was Hoff. Joe Hoff, Bob. Joe Hoff. That, uh, you know, and I seen golf play for the Rams, and I thought he was an okay quarterback. Mm-hmm. But some of the plays today that could have been made by Stafford, and I agree with you guys, I say at least three wins by now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. At least three wins. <laughs> yeah. That's how much difference of a maker he is. And I got a they, question for you guys. What up? I want I want to know this truthfully. Do you think if they change the city and they change the name of the team that they would fucking do better? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, no. Do you, you don't think that That's the team is point. cursed? They you think they would? You, you, you know, think they just need Pontiac to just Lions. get this shit? <laughs> No, like, I mean, honestly, look at the Brooklyn Nets, dude. They went, they left Jersey. They had a whole reconstruction, a new stadium. Like, do you think they just need to get the fuck out of Detroit, dude, and just do something different? I, th- I believe they're cursed, man. I think the owners are Like, seriously, I feel like you guys say this shit every year. You'll be like, yeah, oh, we, we, need to re- we, do. we need to restructure. It's crazy, dude. It's, like, it's almost like, is there any hope? Like, what the fuck <laughs> is going on? Hey, Jesse James, you know, most of the people, they're alcoholics. Yeah. <laughs> They've been oh, abused. Shit. They're alcoholic fans because they take Damn. that abuse, so they have to drink. Yeah, they drink so much, I'm going to start calling them Frank. Yeah. <laughs> I call a guy Frank. Hey, long hair. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's a form of abuse. It really is to the fans. They deserve better than that. And them Fords need to go. I understand the rebuilding here, okay, because you see the decline of Cleveland. What's wrong with them? They have everyone there and more talent. And... They're taking a dive. But they went to the top. So, Hollywood, are you still emotionally connected? Because me? No, I, I, I disconnected myself. I disconnected like I disconnected. last year. BU, same way. Yes, sir. I noticed now I wasn't getting as pissed off. No. I just, I don't let it ruin my day. My Mondays are good, and I'm going to tell you what, I'm going to tell you why my Mondays are good. When I pull up on the screen and I see Stafford doing good mm-hmm. and how he handled everything, it's just a bright spot to say, as an organization, look what you let go. Yeah. And Calvin Johnson, Barry Sanders, it will continue. And I think that these guys that we got now, they want to do it right. I just don't know if the ownership's going to give them that power. Right. And that would be so discouraging because now if Spielman's up there, supposed to be the big change. I don't know, man. There were some free agents on there we just didn't grab that could have been picked up. You got all the money in the world. You know what I'm saying? I just don't think it'd be worth money well spent because how much are you going to win? You know, let's... If you can get a steal out of something, you got to do something, man. Yeah, but people got to understand what it is. It's They signed that six-year deal with uh, Holmes and Campbell, and mm-hmm. I think, you know, so they're they're attached at the hip for this whole thing. I think we just got to see it through. It sucks. It sucks, but... Here's the, here's the thing. Got to write it out. A rebuild does not mean a total disaster, okay? 
that showed for the Tigers. Tigers weren't supposed to win 76 games. Mm. They were projected to win 52 to 55. Right, but now they can go spend money. Now. And they asked Chris Illich, are you ready to open that pocketbook? Mm -hmm. Are you on board with us? They'll get their answer. (laughs) They'll know in the the winter meetings. Right. You know. For sure. All right. I checked out. So on to the next one. Almonds or peanuts? Which one do you prefer? You say almonds or almonds? <laughs> almonds. <laughs> almonds or peanuts? Peanut. Not peanuts. Peanuts. <laughs> oh, man. Mm, I'm going to say almonds. Yeah, I like almonds, man. I do. Good choice. I like almonds, too. Just James? I like nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of scary how you said that. But I like all man's nuts. No, I'm just kidding. I like, <laughs> uh, I like <laughs> pretty clever there, buddy. Uh, shit, I'm a words guy. No, I like nuts though, dude. Straight up, two of them. <clears throat> all right, this guy. All right. So we got three to one on that, eh, boys? Yep. What's he had? Three to one and two from me. All right. How about this one? A woman with makeup on or no makeup? What no makeup. Th- what do you think sexier? <sighs> natural. I'm going to yeah. say nat- yes. natural. The more natural. Yes. The more natural. Yes. I, that, I love that. Yeah. That right. natural look. Dude, right. Isn't that crazy that we're all in agreement to that and, and most women are not like that? Nah, I mean, Even the most natural women put on makeup. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? I don't want th- a little bit of makeup is not fine, but some overdo it where they just look totally freaking different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Natural yeah. beauty. We don't have any makeup, though, man. We wake up out of bed and we just look like that. You we're know? a beast. I know. We're screwed. We just got to roll with it no yeah. matter what. Right? It's you crazy. Know, like, they can use the littlest things, but it makes the biggest improvements. We can't do shit, dude. We just got to wear these pimples and fucking... So, Hollywood, you don't you like... Know what uh, mean? You don't like that uh, mascara on your pillow sheet, but... Oh, oh, I, mean, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want that mud on my bed, man. <laughs> Jesse James, um, you prefer a woman wearing uh, excites you, entices you with eyeshadow or eyeliner? Uh, Fuck, we talking about it? Eyeshadow or um, eyeliner? I gotta go with. uh, Damn, dude, eyeliner probably. Eyeliner. What about you, Philly? I don't know, man. I think the shadow's kind of hot on some chicks. Ah, that t- <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but I'll tell you what, if somebody can cut that good eyeliner, boy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go eyeliner as well. A nice cut eyeliner is... Yeah, yeah. going for that Joan Jet look, dog. Oh, <laughs> Go get that smoky haze out of my, out of my eyelids, bud. <laughs> but yeah, that's me. Eyeliner all day. Really make a chick hot. B, what do you got? Eyeliner. Shadow just kind of, I don't know, it's kind of, it's okay on certain women, but that eyeliner. Yeah. Kinda, I, it kind of reminds me of that woman, you know, stumbling at 2 a.m. in the morning with her dress ripped yeah. and everything. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah. but some women do that smoky, 
that smoky eye shadow, they got them oh, pretty the eyes that they can pull it yeah, off. Yeah. It depends what it is. Yeah. It depends what it is. Yeah, 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 clear it like that. Clear it like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Come on, clear it. So does that do it for the this that's, or that? That's, that's all I got for the this or that, gentlemen. All right, boys. Hey, Milestone, episode 25 in the books, boys. We're a quarter <laughs> to 100. Let's go. That's right. Nice. We're going to get there. Rain, any, any snow, closing sleep. words for you guys? or and Just remember to hit us at the Fives of the Week podcast at gmail.com. Also, like Just James said, if anybody wants to get on the show, please send us an audio message on Facebook or Instagram. We'd love to have feedback. Absolutely. Um, if you'd like to be played on the air, we can answer any of your questions. So Played please, we encourage you to be interactive. Send us ideas, anything you'd like to hear us talk about. Don't be shy. We want some interaction out right, there. Right, absolutely. I say goodbye, vamoose, adios, ciao, so long, get your hat jack. Bye-bye, lardass. Bon voyage, motherfucker. I like them French fried potatoes. Hey, get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. Looks like a nice little guy, actually. And we say bye-bye.